Hey, you guys, it's finally time. We are so thrilled to introduce you to our new consulting offer, the six-week Digital Nomad Money-Making Roadmap. This is a program that's going to give you guidance on transforming your career into online work and becoming a successful digital nomad. This six-week Digital Nomad Money-Making Roadmap is a one-on-one consulting offer that's going to help you avoid wrong turns, stay on track, and avoid feeling overwhelmed. We're going to help you find your passion, set clear goals, and make living as a digital nomad a successful and sustainable lifestyle. With our expert guidance, you can learn how to build a digital nomad career that allows you to work from anywhere in the world. We'll help you every step along the way too, from identifying your strengths to finding the best opportunities that match your skills and your interests. Don't wait any longer to start living the life of your dream. Sign up for our six-week digital nomad money-making roadmap today and get on the path to success. You can find more information and sign up at austinandmonica.com slash money-making roadmap. So let us help you transform your life and take it on the road. All right, let's dive into today's episode. What is up, everybody? Welcome back. And Monica and I, we have a really interesting topic today. We have been discovering and really doing a lot of self-reflection over this idea of passion versus purpose. And we wanted to touch on it today because I feel like in this space that we're we're speaking to, a lot of people are really interested in starting up businesses so that they can travel the world. And a lot of people are ta- are talking about following your passion and following your heart and doing what you love. And we wanted to share our thoughts about why passion in and of itself isn't isn't enough, isn't what you should be aiming for, and how purpose and passion play together to really build a fulfilling life. Yeah, we've been really going on this this journey of self-discovery a bit together. And it's been really interesting because one of the things you always hear is build a business that you're passionate about or follow your passions and the money you will fall, you know, like just really learning to live in your passion. And it's such a common cliche that I've never questioned it before recently. And I mean, I'm sure if you go back in an older podcast, you'll you'll hear us say things like, find a business that you're passionate about and different things like that. But I never really stopped and questioned what it meant. And so this is really an interesting self-discovery for us. It's something that we're still learning and still working on, but we are really excited to share with you what we have discovered because we really do think think it's really important. So a lot of people will tell you or, or you'll you'll hear the message a lot that passion is the key to success and happiness. But in reality, it's purpose that provides us direction and meaning in our lives. We're not saying that passion isn't important because it absolutely is. And they play really well together, passion and purpose. But it's purpose that builds the foundation for a fulfilling life. Hopefully, by the end of this episode, you're going to be convinced that that's true and that's the case. And so we want to kind of paint, you know, walk you through some of that. So again, the myth is that finding passion is kind of like finding a soulmate. There is some pre-existing thing, entity out there that the universe is just waiting for you to discover. It's just out there for you to find. And then once you find your passion, once you go through this journey of self-discovery and find what your passion is, everything's just going to fall into place and everything's going to be aligned and life's going to be great. And I, I do honestly think that's a myth. I think the truth is that purpose and passion aren't found. They're both created and they're developed. You cultivate it over time 
and it's built through consistent effort and dedication. And this is something that actually research backs up. Research supports this idea that your passion and your purpose is created and not found. You don't just stumble upon a passion, it, you build it. It's also not something that's fixed. You're not going to just find your passion and then once you find it, you're good to go for the rest of your life. Your passion and your purpose can change. And that's that's okay. Like a lot of people, I think, have this idea that it's supposed to be this one thing and you just got to figure out what it is, but it evolves and changes over time. It's a very ongoing and dynamic process that I don't think ever truly ends. Yeah. And I think that's that's one of the coolest parts about being human is that we change and we adapt and we grow. And so sometimes I think we we sell ourselves short by fixating ourselves on our quote unquote one true passion. And once we find it, that's all we ever do. But, you know, and then maybe we kind of beat ourselves up because we're like, wow, like I maybe don't like that anymore as much as I used to, but that's my calling. That's my passion. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. But let's just take a second really quick and delve into the difference of purpose versus passion and really understand it. So let's start with passion. Passion is a strong and a barely controllable emotion. Um, I think in kind of the terms of what we're talking about, it's more just something that you absolutely love doing and that you get lost in. And it's really easy for you to talk about. It's really easy for you to do. You just kind of find your state of flow and it just everything just comes naturally. But passion is also fleeting and it doesn't always lead to a sense of fulfillment. And usually it starts really small. It's not something you're good at. You just kind of, you know, test it out. You try the waters and it's kind of fun and you you explore and it grows as you put more time and attention into it and discover more about this passion. Um, and it normally takes, you know, quite a bit of exposure because before it really blossoms into a passion. And most of the time it's something that's really accidentally discovered and often takes practice. Um, a good example for me, a passion of mine, I would say would be uh, nature photography, but like micro photography. Like I like taking pictures of flowers, which sounds so silly when I say it out loud, but I really do like taking pictures of plant, like the little small details in nature that you might not notice when you're just going on a walk and not paying attention to. I love being able to highlight those, but I don't really get a sense of fulfillment from that passion. I love taking pictures, but I don't necessarily look at them after I take them that much. And honestly, I do not like editing them. So it's kind of like I take a bunch of pictures and it's really fun and I can do it for hours and I kind of get in the state of flow. But it's not something that I feel really fulfilled when I'm doing. For me, a passion of mine is just learning about things. I really enjoy like silly fun facts about stuff or uh, learning about how things work. I think, like I said before, passion and purpose really play well together. This passion of mine, on, like on its own, doesn't bring me fulfillment, but I can tie that into other things that I do to make use of that passion and turn it into something purposeful. The thing that Monica just said that really stood out to me was that passion alone doesn't necessarily lead to fulfillment. I don't think it, it leads passion in and of itself does not lead to a life that feels meaningful and something that feels impactful. But you can tie it together with your purpose, use it to fuel your purpose, and then together it's going to bring a lot of fulfillment and meaning to your life. So when we talk about purpose, this is something that gives direction and meaning to your life. It drives you to make a more positive impact in the world and it's also going to drive you to accomplish and to achieve whatever goal that you set for yourself. It's something that amplifies your passion. So it's going to 
give you this conviction that what you're doing truly matters in the grand scheme of things and that you're making a difference in the lives of other people. It's something that's very impactful for people. One really interesting thing about your purpose is that it's not always something enjoyable to do. Things that bring your life purpose, there might be moments in working towards that purpose that you don't like to do. There might be parts of it that you don't enjoy. There might be times when you're tired or you're upset. Maybe parts of it are boring to you or working towards your purpose. There's things that you have to do that aren't going to be fun. And I think we have this idea that if it's something that I'm passionate about or something that's purposeful to me, then I'm going to enjoy every second of it. And I just don't think that's true. Yeah, but it's, it is that deep sense of purpose, that kind of bigger than you, bigger than life reason that'll drive you and make those unenjoyable parts tolerable, I guess. Um, and that, you know, you'll continue to do those things because of your sense of purpose. So there's a really, really good quote here um, by Brianna Weist that says, a good life isn't passionate, it's purposeful. Passion is a spark that lights the fire Purpose is the kindling that keeps the flame burning all night long. So I love this really cool description, this imagery of how purpose and passion work together, right? Passion is something that maybe gets you interested into exploring more. And then purpose is going to be what keeps you going and sustains you. So we want to jump into practical tips on how you can find your purpose. So we have a a list of six ideas that can hopefully help you hone in on what your purpose is. And once you have an idea of what it could be to help cultivate and build and grow that. So first, we want you to reflect on your passions. You might have heard us talk about this three-part Venn diagram before, where you have three circles that overlap. One of them are your passions. These are the things that you just get lost in, you really love to do. One of them are your skills, the things that you're good at. And then the third one is what's needed in the market? Like, what does the marketplace need? What are things that people would pay you for? What are things that people are asking for? The place in the middle of these three circles where all three overlap, that is where you can find a very meaningful and impactful business to start. That's also where you can find your purpose. And so talking about one of those three circles, reflect on your passions. So take some time to think about the things that you just love to do. It's really helpful if you actually write them down, get out some pen and paper, write down all of your hobbies and interests, the things that you could talk about forever. If you were to, if you were asked by a stranger to get up on a stage and talk for 30 minutes about something, what would you talk about? What could you go on and on about and share details of? And these are things that you could turn into a fulfilling career or into a fulfilling lifestyle. An example of this circle for me might be nature photography, traveling, connection, listening to people, hearing people's journeys and education, water sports. I love kayaking and snorkeling and surfing, although I'm really, really terrible at surfing, but I love all of those things. So these are all passions of mine that I can write these down. And obviously not all of them are going to become a career or a lifestyle, but it's just important to just brain dump everything you can think of in this section. And then you're going to move on to number two, and you're going to identify your values. So what do you believe in and and what is important to you? Understanding your values can really help you align your actions and goals with your true purpose. Our third suggestion is to consider what your strengths are. So this is a another circle in that three-part Venn diagram. So these are things that you are good at. 
ask yourself what skills you have that could make a positive impact in the world. This doesn't necessarily have to be things that you also are passionate about, because again, in this Venn diagram, there could be things that you're good at that are, are not interests of yours, but you're you're skilled at it. So just write, this is just a brain dump. So just write down everything. If you can't come up with many things, we even if you can, we recommend that you go talk to other people, friends, family, people who know you really well, ask them what your skills are and what your strengths are. Because a lot of times they'll have insight that we don't think of. Sometimes we're just too much in the weeds and we can't see in ourselves what our skills are. So uh, maybe you, and these could be hard and soft skills. So maybe you're really good at computer coding, or maybe you're really good at researching. Maybe one of your strengths is listening to other people and really being empathetic and understanding where they're coming from. Maybe one of your strengths is coming up with new ideas and you're really quick on your feet. And you can, you know, with one suggestion or one idea, you can come up with 10 more like it. You're a really good brainstormer. So whatever your skill is, just write down those things. Our fourth tip is to ask yourself what you would do if money was no object. This is just a really, really fun exercise to just daydream and kind of let your mind explore. And I'll be honest, sometimes it's really hard to let your mind wander and really think about what what you would do or what your life could be like if money wasn't an issue because it's, at least for me, it's something I'm almost always thinking about. And so to really let loose and think about things that you would value and what your interest could be if money wasn't an issue, that can be kind of hard sometimes. But it's going to help you identify what really drives you and what you're really passionate about without the constraints of financial considerations. Yeah. If you are really visual like me or a really tactile learner, um, something that might help you is just by going on Pinterest. And I just created a secret board and I I literally created sections for every aspect of my life. Like, this is what where I would live. This is what I would do. This is what I would eat. Like, this is what I would do if money wasn't an issue. And it really, like, helped me brainstorm and visualize and kind of get into the space of, of what actually my life could be like if I no longer had to worry about money. And then five, it's important to start exploring different career paths. So take classes, attend workshops, try out different jobs, just to get a sense of what you would enjoy doing. It's really, it makes a whole world of difference to actually get in there and to try something or have some experience with it instead of just daydreaming about it. This one was helpful for me at um, a couple years ago in my life where I thought that I was really going to enjoy a certain career. And uh, first it was physical therapy and then it was prosthetics. And I went and I job shadowed and worked in those different industries. And I realized after a few months that it was something I, I think I would actually really not enjoy doing for the rest of my life. And I'm really glad that I had that opportunity to test it out for a little bit before spending years of my life and countless dollars pursuing that path. I was able to find out pretty quickly that it wasn't for me. And a lot of times we have this idea of what we think we're going to enjoy doing. And then you step into it and you don't love it. But sometimes it's it's kind of a sunk cost mentality. We feel like we've put already put too much in it. We can't change it. So uh, one way to avoid that is to test it out beforehand. And then our last tip for you guys is to ask yourself some introspective questions. And we have some prompts here for you. Obviously, you can ask yourself further questions beyond these, but here's some things to start asking yourself and to start considering. And obviously, there's going to be much more value in this exercise, the more honest you can be with yourself. So here's some ideas. Ask yourself, what is it that makes your life feel like it's worth it? What feels like it's worth living for? Another question is, why does doing a particular thing 
bring meaning to your life. So if you have a passion for, like Monica, a passion for photography or cooking, or if you have a passion for playing certain instruments or connecting with certain people from certain countries of the world, ask yourself why doing that thing lights you up. Why is it meaningful to you? And getting down to the root reason for why it's meaningful can really be insightful to know where your values lie. Then it's important to ask yourself what and who is worth suffering for. So this this question goes back to the idea that once you find your passion or your purpose, it's always going to be easy. Or the myth, it's always going to be easy. And I think in reality, it's not. But no matter what you do in life, there's going to be difficulties and there's going to be challenges. No matter what mission you're working for or larger purpose you're working for, there's going to be times when it gets difficult and it gets rough. The idea of suffering for something in my mind is is somewhat inevitable. So you have to ask yourself what or who is worth suffering for because then you know if it's worth suffering for, it's worth working towards and putting an effort to overcome. And that's going to give you a really clear indication of what your purpose is in life. Okay, next I want, this is my favorite one. So really spend a lot of time on this one, okay? Next, I want you to close your eyes and imagine the best version of yourself. And what is that person like? I've been in, like during this uh, this time of self-discovery um, and really understanding purpose over passion, I have been doing this exercise a lot. And sometimes it's every day I close my, my eyes and I think, what would the best version of Monica be doing right now? What decision would she take? And it's really helped me stay aligned with, with my purpose and really like dig down to the core of what even is my purpose, right? And and how this is going to make me the best version of myself. All right, next question. And this one's a little bit tricky. If social media didn't exist, what would you do with your life? And this one seems a little bit weird at first, but it's important to think about all the outside influences that we always have coming through our devices and and different people's opinions and different people trying to tell you uh, the best way to live your life. So if you didn't have any outside influence, if it was really 100% up to you, what would you do with your life? Next, we want you to think about what comes naturally to you. Does math come naturally to you? Does music come naturally to you? Does uh, listening and, and striking up conversations and making friends, does that come naturally to you? So write down all of the things that just come super easy for you. Next question, what does your ideal daily routine look like? And again, this Pinterest really helped me put together kind of the best version of my life and what my daily routine would look like. And then I've started implementing like a couple of things and starting to create this ideal daily routine and try out different things. And um, it has kind of evolved. So what would your daily routine look like? And finally, what do you want your legacy to be? And we've we talked about this one a lot in a previous episode. What's your story going to be, I believe? So you can scroll back and find it. It's a really, really good episode. Kind of more about this. But at the end of the day, when you are no longer here on the earth, what legacy do you want to have left? What do you want people to remember you by? How do you want to have made the world a better place? And as you ask yourself all of these questions, you're going to start to notice a theme come up. Maybe it's a theme of talking to and recording people's life stories. Maybe you really want to be the the vessel or the person that people talk to to get things off their chest. 
Or maybe you want to help other people realize that that they are meant for more than the life they're currently living. Or maybe you notice that the health and healthy eating and healthy lifestyles are a big theme through all these questions. And as those kind of themes come up, start writing those down and noticing those because there in those themes that come up through all of these different steps, you will find your purpose. So I really hope that by the end of this episode, you have, one, been convinced that purpose is more important than passion, that identifying what your purpose is and working towards developing that versus living a life just for your interests and and your passions is going to lead to a more sustaining, more fulfilling, more meaningful life. We also really, really hope that these practical tips and suggestions are going to help you find and develop and cultivate this in your own life. So we're going to leave you with this very last quote. I love this. I wish I wish I had said this. Life isn't about pursuing your passion. It's about pursuing your purpose passionately. And again, that ties it all together because once you create your purpose and then start working towards that with as much passion as you can develop and muster, man, that's going to lead to such an incredible life. All right, you guys, thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. We really hope that you found today's episode informative, valuable, and that you were able to find some actionable insights to apply to your life. If you're interested in taking your career on the road and becoming a digital nomad, then we invite you to explore our newest consulting offer, the six-week digital nomad money-making roadmap. This program is designed to guide you through the process of transforming your career into online work and living a successful, sustainable, and location-independent lifestyle. With our years of digital nomad experience, we will help you identify your passions, set clear goals, and find the best opportunities that match your skills and interests all without getting overwhelmed. So don't let the fear of taking a wrong turn or feeling lost hold you back any longer from living the life that you've always wanted. Sign up today for your six-week digital nomad money-making roadmap at austinandmonica.com slash moneymakingroadmap and let us help you turn your aspirations into a reality. Thanks again for joining us on this journey and remember to stay curious, stay adventurous, and stay connected.